Welcome to Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. I'm your host, Maddox Campbell. On each show, we take a magic wish and try to come up with the perfect ironic cost. The idea is that knowing the wish's cost, it'd still be a tough call whether they take that wish or not. Last week we had, you can visit any time, past or future, but you have to spend your entire visit with the most annoying person alive in the world during the time of your visit. Caveats are that you can't be hurt or change the timeline, and little details are changed to avoid the back to the future almanac trick. We had 71% reject this on Twitter, and 66% rejected on the Facebook discussion group. Someone asked if you can kill the annoying person, and I guess so, but they die in a very annoying, very messy way. For this week, we're making it official with the characters we love. I Ate Muggles on Twitter said, You ever read a book and love a character so much you wish they were real so you could marry them? I'm joined by Scott Thrower and Kat Lewin to discuss our reading history and our love lives and realize that both leave something to be desired. All right, we got two new people in here to break down a brand new wish. Uh, so let's meet them. First, we have Scott Thrower. Hello. And Kat Lewin. Hey, how's it going? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> and the wish we are breaking down is, have you ever read a book and love a character so much, you wish they were real so you could marry them. Someone's <laughs> wishing for that. So, uh, there's a lot into this one. Uh, see if there's anything we maybe want to get out of the way first. This is the idea of bringing someone from a book specifically to life in the real world. I feel like we need to just put a little context. Who would you guys most want to bring to real, real life and marry off the top of your head? Okay, I just read Giovanni's Room, which is an early like 1950s novel about gay men. Which was, well, more bisexual men, but still revolutionary for its time. Highly misogynistic. But Giovanni was amazing. And I would love to bring him into the real life. Save him from his beheading. Spoiler alert. Oh. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But so you even pointed out that in context, he was going Before to be... his beheading. No, no. But in context, he was going to... It was deeply misogynist book. So it is... And he's from the 1950s. I can fix him. You think you can fix him? 1950s. Fix him, honey. Okay. Honey, you're you're in danger, girl. Oh, yeah. No. Seems like you're wishful. Oh, right. no. Cat, anyone? But you know, also in in that kind of in that realm, like my first thought, I'm like, oh yeah, Severus Snape for sure. Um, I've hmm. got I've got a, it's a thing. I yeah. have issues. Um, That's fair. But then I was thinking, I'm like, uh, no, okay. Um, yeah, that could go badly. That would go sideways so fast. I also would be like, I can, like, I can fix him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I know he's got, he's got his problems, but like he's, he's sarcastic sometimes like in a really fun way and he's all mm-hmm. like tall, dark and interesting looking. If we are going for the Harry Potter universe, Ron Weasley, I can fix him. You think I can fix him? <laughs> can, We're what's, just gonna, what's, what's wrong with him scene. other than being boring? <laughs> Harry oh, Potter. Come on. I can fix we him. We all Damn. saw what Hermione was going to have trouble with. We knew where that divorce <laughs> oh, was coming from. Oh God. Yeah. No, that is so much emotional labor on Hermione's part. Yes, like, uh, like, so much. Bless his heart, but Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, yep. So yep. both of you have the ability to pick anyone from all of Ledger, and you both pick fixer-uppers is your first choice? We, like a challenge? Look, we're, we're not here to actually discuss wishes. We're okay. here <laughs> okay. for it's you true. to be our, our psychiatrist. Fair enough. For you to fix us. Um, but also, like, Tyrion Lannister. I would. Yeah. Oh, like, in yep. a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? 
uh, uh, we'd drink together and make jokes. And sometimes it'd just be like, yo, you want to go to the club? The sex club. And I'd be like, yeah, Tyrion, let's go. And then spend a lot of time at the clinic afterwards. Oh, so much. <laughs> so much time. That's where we met, actually. It was, it was, it was the STI clinic. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He's just, yeah. So. All right. Uh, well, let's transfer into the ironic cost then. Do you guys have an ironic cost you want to wait, pitch wait, wait. for this? Wait, You haven't specified. Yeah. Have you well, read a book, okay. Maddox? I have read some books. Okay. Uh, and I immediately find this a troublesome question because, okay, so in a book. The Bible doesn't count. No, the Bible does not count. And I would not use it. They're all kind of flat. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so in the book, you're, you're definitely looking at a person from their purest character sense, not sorry, necessarily the way they Jesus look. Jesus' second coming. Yeah, that's how you're doing this? That's how I'm doing this. You're going straight to a religious dirty joke? Right there. All right. Well, at least I know what to inspect for the rest rest of this. So in a book, you end up with like a purist character form, uh, but also like a lot of the books that I remember, like the characters being most fleshed out are often like young adult novels. Mm. So they're not technically old enough. Right. In the span of the story. Okay. Well, let's say it's, it's them from the story, but they're like, they're legal age now. They're like 25 or something. Yeah. So Ron's already gotten pudgy. Right. <laughs> He's all fallen apart then, right? Yeah. yeah so Snape is somehow more gaunt at this point. <laughs> yeah. he, he doesn't even have to be like uh, like age himself up. He just does. But at least he didn't die in the last book. He somehow survived. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Because I saved him. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. Are we including gra- graphic novels, or is that? Yeah, no. sure. Very why not? It's okay. novel. <laughs> it's not that graphic. <laughs> you I, are. You are in a mood. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Keep going. I, I felt a lot of compassion for knives chow from scott pilgrim versus the world oh yeah and if she wasn't explicitly 17 years old in the <laughs> graphic novel if i get got a couple of years on that yep. i think i'm she might be the one for so me so maddox is oh. counting off the days on the calendar see don't say it that way this is what i really <laughs> want to stress i pointed out that it's problematic to start with yeah, but. but you know what? that's that's a really really cool choice i mean um she kicks ass with a sword she yeah. can play ddr so well um, she's empathetic and and more emotionally mature than any of the other characters in that book. Like yeah. you don't have to fix her at all. Why did you pick her? Well, no, that's what's wrong. I, with you? I don't, <laughs> don't fix her up. But I mean, she goes on a journey. By the end of it, she's gone to the realize that she over uh, gets accept, obsessed with people, mm-hmm. and she gets past that. And then I think she's in a very good place to get into a very healthy relationship right after that book Wait, is done. Is it a thing that people who are into men are more interested in fixer uppers? Than people who are I think it's women? because we have fewer choices. Oh, good lord! Do you want to go to a park and cry after this? <laughs> and, well, the reverse problem is that so, as uh, someone interested in women, very few female characters are always fleshed out in books. Yes, yes, right. Absolutely. So, like, what a problem I'm, for you? If I'm looking for them just as yeah, just as the character as they're written, then there's not always enough there for me to fall in love. That's but true. they're there to fix you, right? Mm-hmm. And I could use some fixing up. Yeah, so I guess. <laughs> Maybe I would be the character for someone else. I don't know. <laughs> someone write a book about me. Okay. Okay. But now that we've gone through our, our personal loves, uh, yeah, does anyone have an idea of a cost? Scott, let's start with you, maybe. A cost. They're going to have to change something about you. I think we've been hitting this theme rather hard. You will not be the perfect person for them. And thus, they will constantly be, be trying to rewrite you. Oh. <laughs> now the written has become the writer. Yeah. Exactly. And when you say rewrite you, do they? Is that like there's a magic book and they try to change things about you, or is this just a normal relationship rewrite you? I think the normal nagging situation. There's a lot of nagging. A okay. lot of nagging. 
Yeah, okay. I can yeah. see that being annoying in pretty much any situation. And so in your how would that play out for Mr. Giovanni? <laughs> what do you what do you think that he would want to change in you? Well, what assuming you, that his head is still on. Yes, hmm. we're we're gonna give him that. We're gonna <laughs> let you pick the moment. I'm I'm at least so far gonna let you pick the moment you take him from. See, in the book, he was very vain. So of course he's going to be forcing me to go to the gym every day. He's going to be, uh, he was big about nightlife. Like uh, rarely in the book did they go to bed before like 7 or 8 a.m. So uh, there goes my job. Yeah. Yeah. Just can't hold that down anymore. You like your sleep. I like my sleep and I like having employment. Yeah. Both those things. Yeah. Both of those things are nice. I mean, could you get employment and in in the nightlife, do you think? Then you could be a lounge singer. I look like a slightly younger Santa Claus. (laughs) Nightlife is not designed for people like this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're a proto Santa, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, it would have to be a very specific sort of club. Maybe a maybe a poetry club? Would it, would does a poetry show up at all? You you like to write. But what poetry clubs do you know that are open till seven AM, Maddox? What's our what side of Toronto am I, I don't not visiting? Go to poetry clubs, so I, <laughs> I don't go to poetry clubs, so I assume they're open all the time. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> um You'd have to find your own salon. You yes. know, you'd probably, he'd probably force you to create your own salon in your own home. And you can't even go to sleep in your own home now? Well, and you're surrounded by the, asshole poets? Half of the book is them trying to get people to pay for their lifestyle for them. Ooh. So, uh, yeah. So like a, this is the guy you want? The guy who's going to treat you like he a sugar really daddy? He was really sweet, and he was treated so badly in that book. You say he's sweet, and then everything about Except him Except he's sounds, a misogynist. He's a misogynist prob- who uses people. Probably a racist, but 1950s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaks yeah. very poorly about the people he uses for money. Yep, uses people for money. This is not mm. This is not a strong... See, when you're reading it, it sounds so much nicer it than when you think about it afterwards. It does not sound good over podcast. Okay. Well, just remember, this is what the 1950s thought gay men's lives were. All right. <laughs> do you think he'd be cool with, like, the Pride Parade and Pride celebrations? Or do you think he'd be like, what the hell is this? Like, I think he would be all over that. Yeah? All well, because also it's a, uh, such a party, right? Yeah. Like, oh, absolutely. He'd probably try and book, like, a venue to do like pride poetry but at like seven in the morning (laughs) again before he loses his head because afterwards it just becomes a very gory pride oh i wonder if he would be really against modern music though like if he's from the 1950s and you go to a pride parade and it's like i don't know edm and dance music i should only point out that it now occurs to me that he lost his head because he has a violent temper as well this is not a good uh, hand for you. Uh, so this I is an intervention, Scott. You We're here because him. we love you so, so, so much. much. Oh my God. God. So much. How did I forget that bit? It's a pretty important it bit. It was the big reveal. I think now we're getting into the real heart of why this would be a bad idea or a problematic or the un, like the hidden cost yeah. of it is just like any kind of uh, narcissist you get into a relationship with, like the first things you, you see are, you know, their beauty and their charm and their wit. And you just like, oh, my, I'm so I'm so attracted to them. And then that's how they get you. And then you slide yeah. in deeper and deeper until you're trapped in a violent, abusive relationship. Well, look at Twilight. I have. People were fascinated with that vampire. Yeah. He's a vampire, people. He's not going to be a vegetarian vampire for all time. And I mean, I think he was kind of controlling, even if he wasn't a vampire. Uh, yeah. Vampire, way. I haven't yeah. read it, but hundreds of years my old, watching a teenage girl sleep, yeah. like you do. Yeah, he, partway through their seduction, he reveals he's been watching her sleep for weeks. That's so creepy. That should be a deal breaker. That should break it off. Should right be there. a deal breaker. Yeah, let's hope. Let's, we can let's, fix him. Let's, let's hope. We can fix him. That's the thing. What? Yeah. But what? But what if we brought him and then and then we fixed him? What yeah. if you and I fixed him? 
All right. So, what if you could fix him, Cat? What would be your magic cost to the wish, anyway? Uh, if I could, are we talking about Edward Cullen now? No, we're talking <laughs> okay. just in general. I'm just, just in I'm general. just doing a smooth segue transition. Great. Over to you. Okay. What is your cost for this magic wish? My... You can bring a character from literature to life. Okay. Let's say it's. Uh, Tyrion. Let's go with Tyrion Lannister here. Yeah. I I would certainly start to resent that he's much smarter than I am because I like to think I'm pretty smart and that would be one of the things that attracts me to him first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But then when he's like constantly beating me in a battle of wits and at chess and gives me career advice that actually really, really works and launches my career. And I know these are all things I should be grateful for, but I would become steadily more and more resentful, creating these kind of emotional barriers between us to the point where I start seeing him as one of the ugliest people that I've ever met. And anything that I ever used to feel for him, any shred of love or decency drains out of me like some putrid, vile pus. And we stay together for the kids. Yeah. Ooh. But also, set fire to the bay is advice that only works in so many situations. <laughs> I don't know. And he's, tr- he's tried it more than once. Yeah, he, he, he does yeah, like to put bodies of water on fire. It's yeah, like his go-to yeah. plan. Yeah. Like, oh, man, the streetcar is running late. Like, <laughs> set fire. fire to the bay. Okay, so so it, this sounds like almost the inverse of Scott. Scott was talking about they tried to change you. Oh, yeah. And yours was, you don't try to change them, you just stay, but you have to stay together. Like, there's no way out of it once you yeah, bring someone to life. Yeah, because it's like, I, I assume that could also be part of the cost, is that, like, if you if you divorce them, do they suddenly disappear? Like That's a murder. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you stayed no, with them. It wasn't for the kids at all. That was my other husband. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm saying, silly goose. If, if you see someone, for, if you bring someone into existence... And then have the ability to have them cease to exist the moment you aren't married to them. Okay. That's a murder. This was the whole thing with the uh, with the holodeck on Star Trek. Mm. When those holograms started to become a little too realistic, you could never shut that damn thing down. Right. Yeah, they put them on a floppy disk and then said, you live in this floppy disk now. Yeah, and then the Doctor and Voyager celebrated hologram rights. Oh, yep. Yep. Holographic rights. So, yeah, if you if you make them real. So, I, yeah. think, I don't think literary characters... As of yet, as our technology currently stands, mm. are real. But it's like your opinion, man. If you were to take this wish, <laughs> yeah, that is definitely making them a real sentient living being. Yeah. So, um, like, I for some reason I have it in my head. Like, here's here's how my set of rules works. Like, you bring them out of the book with your with your wish um, because of a gremlin that you saved from getting hit by a car. Obviously, how do you get your wishes? Um, Pretty similar. Um, and when they come to life, and so they, they'd also be experiencing this entire new world, this entire new set of rules. Um, you know, in Tyrion's case, you come here and it's just like, holy shit! Like, okay, no dragons, but lots of cars. Uh, that's that's an interesting thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I think. In both of your characters, for sure, there'd be a lot of culture shock. Yeah. Oh, hugely, yes. Oh, yeah. there'd be, like, we'd have such glorious montage scenes. Um, yeah. It would be so good. Giovanni fair, doesn't even speak English. To be fair, my character, well, too. that'll be a yeah. challenge. Because even though she, Knives is from Toronto in the modern time, she's from a version where everyone works on video game logic. And where it's okay to lust after 17-year-olds? It's complicated, but yeah. it's also a problem. And yes, again, <laughs> we're aging her up for my purposes. Uh but yeah, like, so she'd expect things to work on video game logic, like be able to jump super high and yeah. oh. be able to kill people and they'll turn into coins and then respawn at their home oh, and all sorts of stuff. She's going to hurt herself and so many, and so oh, many others. No. Yeah, there's a lot of risk there. 
that I well, may have not come and taken into account. The other interesting thing is of all of the characters we've talked about, we know the least about your character. Yeah. So you're going to be getting more surprises than the mm. rest yeah, of us. Yeah, like they chew with their mouth open. I think I've, I would notice that. No, IBS. Maybe not. I don't know if she has eaten. You don't on, see that, yeah, on, in the books. On, like on the book. uh, that's another um, another thing. It's like you are only getting a glimpse in this character as far as the narrator will allow you to see them. Like, what would their like weird sleeping habits be like? Do they snore yeah. and fart all the time as they're sleeping? And then, snarting. Yes. Are they snarting? Are they constant snarters? Do they roll over? Not only snatching the blanket, but somehow also covering you uncomfortably with their body. Like, do they do that? Do they uh, like take off their socks and? just like chuck them wherever as soon as they get into the room like mm-hmm. what are those I, I think a lot of these though are problems that you have in real life relationships that you just don't know until you get to know someone well enough that's why you yeah. stay out of them <laughs> <laughs> but in this situation we're already married to them yes. as soon as we meet you them. bring them yeah. in straight to marriage which is a bold move <laughs> yes in any relationship <laughs> It's an arranged uh, it's marriage. It's you cultural. have arranged yourself. Yes. You basically arranged an interdimensional marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would the wedding be There's like? There's some trouble. <laughs> Probably be... fairly traumatic on their part. I was going to say, yeah. Like, like... Would they have any idea about this? Would they Would they have any possible knowledge that this was happening? Or they what just if... show up and suddenly they're getting married. Yeah, what if Tyrion hated this? You'd have Tyrion as an enemy. Yeah, Tyrion would fucking hate that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He would, um, oh, he would not be happy at all. Well, his family's tried Should... to arrange marriages for him. Should we caveat into this wish that they at least try to love you back? <laughs> That's a big caveat. That's a huge caveat. It is, but again, like, what's the point of bringing someone so you can marry them if they if they don't? Like, that's for ownership purposes and personal gain. Come on, keep <laughs> on. I really want to discourage using magic for slavery. I... Okay, you know what? I really wish you would have explained that before I, just, I was I a guest on the felt podcast. Like it was implicit. <laughs> you know what? Assumptions make an ass out of you. It, it's true. I mean, you made a good choice of marrying someone very rich. That's true, but with the currency, converting that yeah. might be difficult. Yeah. Although but, it's got to be a gold standard, there, isn't it? They use yeah. gold coins, but I think they're also based on uh, like it's a lot of land holdings is where a lot of yeah. your wealth comes from. So yeah. not always in coinage. So it's whatever he was carrying from Castellan, and it's whatever he brings with him. Yeah, to the wedding. Hmm. But that's I'm not marrying him for his money. Okay, good. Okay. I, no, no. Are you kidding me? I'm marrying him for his soul <laughs> and his heart and his brain. Also, yeah, Tyrion was cast out by his family, so he doesn't have access. Well, it depends on which, yeah, where which in the books where you're going from. And he, from, yeah. you know, of, of all the people in the Lannister family, well, maybe, Cer- I don't know, Cersei's more scorched earth. Uh, he just scorches bays, am I right? Oh! <laughs> I know, go back. Too soon. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> um, but he is, he is clever enough that he would be able to build his own empire i wouldn't worry about that it's not about you know it's like when you're learning how to play guitar the difference between learning one specific song and then learning the fundamentals of like chord structure and music theory so you can play every single song i think there's a good chance Tyrion would become prime minister in a couple years oh my god now i could be the first lady does he look like he's described in the book or does he look like who we're used to in the series Uh, it would be no it's the book i'm taking it from the book because he's so much uglier in the book. yes he is and i also like like missing the full nose yeah that's not that shallow. No. Okay. Yeah. Are you kidding? And like, if his nose is gone, you can store things in there. Like little things. That's, like a peanut. That's not, not yeah. how that works. Yeah. No. You would choke. Well. And we'll snort. <laughs> It'd be very well, You know what? We'd experiment. Because I think we'd drink so much wine. I'd just be like, I bet you can store peanuts in your nose. And he's like, <laughs> like bring it on. <laughs> now that's love. 
You know what? So that would be. Oh no, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> oh oh no, wedding. this is really good. Yeah, yeah, this oh, is a good thing. thing. Who has the rings? Well, I have them in my nose. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> and I'm looking around, rings. and my dad is just like, ah, oh, yes, <laughs> this is amazing. I'm so thrilled. My mom's like, well, yep. <laughs> um, yeah, he would. He would immediately, I think, be be traumatized and frightened coming in uh, from this interdimensional pole into a world that makes absolutely no sense now wedded to someone he's never met before. Yeah. As you so, said, okay. some experience with a forced marriage, but yeah. still. So I think the way I would phrase the caveat is that they enter the wedding willingly and love you at least in that moment, and it might fall apart immediately thereafter. It yeah, has to, like because otherwise you're just mind controlling Yes, someone. exactly. But I think, I think for children. the sake of the wish, you bring yeah. them into reality, they willingly marry you. If, does it stay together? That's based on who you pick and how it works out. But I think they at least give it a shot. Or my personality. Like, well, then what yeah. about the caveat that uh, you're married to this person, they will stay with you forever, they won't ever love you. Oh. Ooh. Like you can oh, love so them. So they'll still stay with hard. you. They'll stay with you because they have to. The magic has said so. Yeah. We're back in the slavery area. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't like the slavery. Hmm? I'm going to go on the record. <laughs> Maddox does not like slavery. But yeah, that's why I kind of like the idea of like, they stay together for the kids. Like they, they stay willingly but unhappily mm-hmm. like they'll always stay with you for uh some sort of honor bound reason so it's not like slavery there's yeah. some reason while they're doing it but yeah they're not happy about it i think that's a fair way to do the cost i think that's kind of what cat was saying a little bit yeah it's more um the caveat is that it works just like when two people from our realm get together <laughs> okay. well and in my case giovanni if he leaves me he has no money so he would Immediately get beheaded again. Okay. Does he have no skills? He, he does. He does. I don't like that smile. That smile makes me uncomfortable. What skills does he? Yeah. Oh, no. That, I think that insinuated okay. all that all needed to be insinuated. Okay, great. Uh, I'm going to transfer to my idea for a cost, which maybe is too small, but I'm going to pitch it out anyway. So you can bring whoever you want from literature into the real world mm-hmm. so you can marry them. Uh, but as a result of that, they aren't in the story anymore. Oh. And the story that you loved so much that you wanted to take a character from it suffers the consequences of them not being there. Oh. oh. It's just a douchebag wandering around Paris. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of, yeah, I was thinking of some stories where they have more investment. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it won't be as bad for you. But like, if Tyrion wasn't in Game of Thrones, yeah. he does a lot of good. Yeah, he yeah. does. Uh, Tywin would still be alive uh i everyone's everyone's seen it right or read it so far yeah. like uh, we'll but make the spoiler. statement now it's far too late okay. spoilers for game of thrones <laughs> well ahead cersei would have fallen she wouldn't have stayed on the throne yeah uh yeah no for sure um and then what would have happened to um khaleesi what would happen yeah to daenerys would probably be in a lot more trouble because yeah. he has yeah. been a pretty good advisor uh, and then even getting like John, or her and Jon Snow at least like in the same room for yeah. to, to yeah. meet. Like, the Night King would be in better shape. Oh well, he wouldn't have a dragon, maybe. Ah, yes, that's mm-hmm. true. Maybe so it's hard to or gauge maybe it. he'd get it anyway. But it's but who knows? Well, would definitely be fair. Is I mean, that if it, it would was probably not to be, be as be. popular of a show, and it probably wouldn't be as good as a book. It's true. Yeah. They lucked out with that actor. Yeah, it's true. Oh, Peter Dinklage is so good. Yeah, but also so many prostitutes would go broke. Yeah, he keeps a lot of the economy. Yeah, mm-hmm. the red light district 
running. Yeah, there would be so many, so many vineyards that you know shutter, mm-hmm. shutter their vines. <laughs> I don't think that's <laughs> the doors, and then the vines wither inside. No, no, no. Those sh- gates are tiny you, you, gates oh, on every little, single. The gates are made of vines, and they have little signs that say "close forever" on each single. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. just close them, shutter those vines. All right. Mm-hmm. That's so, that's interesting. Even just to think of the like, yeah, that how that butterfly effect would take hold. Ooh. Would would that like what would be the effect of your favorite story? not having your favorite character anymore, would that hurt your real life, you think? Like, do you invest in stories enough that that would be a huge cost? Oh, no, this wasn't my favorite book. It was just the character I was most... Oh, okay, yeah. so this one, not so much. No, no. I feel like really in a lot that. of scenarios, people will want a character from, at least among their favorite. Well, what happens in your thing? So without Knives, she's kind of the thing that gets him going at first, and she's also what helps him learn a lesson. So he prob- Scott Pilgrim would probably still be an idiot, there wouldn't be a whole lot of... She helps him beat the bad, the big bad at the end, so he might not win. And then if if he wins, then a lot of people end up uh, enslaved in sleep. There was a metaphor of him like taking ex-girlfriends and refrigerating them so that they were always sort of in love with him, but it was Scott Pilgrim, so he was literally... Like, he was putting women to sleep and leaving them in uh, stasis chambers... Well, that's problematic. Yeah, no, yeah. that's not, uh, that's not, that doesn't fly in 2018. No, no. It, well, he's the bad guy, to be clear. Yeah, but. Um, I guess mine's not the only one that aged poorly. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, he's the bad guy, and it's a metaphor, but it's also, yeah, he's a bad guy, and he would get to keep doing it, because Knives definitely helped stop him. You would selfishly allow a rapist to stay on the loose, is what you're saying. So mad. So you phrase rapist. it like that, and then I sound a lot worse. <laughs> I'm, yeah, we're just beating up on you the whole time. You graciously <laughs> yeah, invite us into your home. You provide us with drinks. But now you have reasoning to marry a 17-year-old. <laughs> no, Again, to I not said, marry. I said, this is more to not I marry I said her. we could move it <laughs> into Wow, the, you're getting even more monstrous. I said we could age them. I said that. We said we could age them. We didn't agree to that. Cat said I could. Cat definitely said <laughs> I could. Did you? I don't know if you did. <laughs> we have recordings. So I will make sure uh, that gets well, into the episode. Well, I can't hear them right now, so oh, all right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so that's my pitch anyway, that they, they rob the story of that character. Okay. So do we have to settle on one? Let's okay. pick one that we want to yeah. go forward so let's, with. Let's reiterate them in, in, yeah. like in short. Uh, so I believe Scott's was that the... You get to bring the character to life, uh, but they will not be your true love back necessarily. And they always will nitpick. never love you. They will never love you back, and they will always try to nitpick and change you. But they'll stick around. Yes, they'll stick around, but they will nag and try to change you. Uh, Cats was, uh, they will stick around for the kids as well. It's very similar, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's not It's not entirely different. Do you want uh, me to no. think of another caveat? Do you want me to think of another... Well, okay, I guess his is based more on they will nag you more than the love. They're always trying to change you. So they might still have a love there, but okay. like it's just they're, they're trying to change you the whole time. Mm-hmm. And yours is that they will stay together out of some sort of obligation. Yes, but they'll never truly love you. And you'll yeah. know it every time you look them in the really eyes. It really does sound like we're doing the same thing over yeah, here. Very similar. Yeah. We're ganging up on you here, Maddox. Do you guys have any other one you want to try to throw no, out? No, I'm happy point? with our you're choice. Bo- you're both happy with them? Okay. Um... You know what? Here, I think another one that I was thinking of uh, that I I was sort of saying before. You uh, bring them to life and then you find out all the things that you never, ever could have found out about them just through the narrative. And they're all like increasingly terrible, like from the annoying right down to just like deal breakers. So everything that was not explicitly stated by the source material is bad. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. To some degree, in large bad. and small ways. Okay. Like they clap when an airplane lands. Oh. Yeah. Why? <laughs> it's just doing what it's supposed to, guys. They say um, chicken parm 
instead of Parmesan, or oh. they say mm-hmm. Appies. Oh. Standing ovations, even if the play was terrible. Yeah. Oh, no, you can't stand for it. Yeah. You you, you clap politely mm-hmm. from your seat so that they know it's over. You're in all right next to someone. Oh, when there's other options? Other options. When Lots you're waiting in line, they're like, they, they stand really close behind you, like to the point where you can like hear them breathing, oh, maybe even feel, feel it a little bit. Feel it, mm-hmm. just the a breath. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. On the TTC in August, their knee touches yours. They don't move it away. Mm-hmm. And they're wearing shorts too. So yeah, yeah, it's skin, yeah. on skin. skin on skin. Skin on skin. They oh. have an egg uh, avatar on Twitter. It doesn't take long to put something else in there. That's, mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. They're into 17-year-old comic book characters. Okay. <laughs> we aged her up. <laughs> we aged her up. So, uh, yeah. so okay. that's mine. That's okay, going to be yours. mine. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, I kind of like that one the best now. <laughs> what are you guys thinking? I know it's our last one. No, I can go in. with that one. I, I'm happy with that. Okay, yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. I, but I, for, for the record, I do really enjoy that, like, you take them out of the, the source material source material, and then it changes everything. And I'm like, oh, my God, you you <laughs> you went into God mode. Yeah. And mm-hmm. went in there and just devastated. Or well, maybe made it better. Let's give yours the, the, the vote check then. Okay. And if we all take it or all don't take it, then we can't go with it. That's kind of like the way the show works. Okay. So, everything not explicitly written into the script about them is terrible. Would you take your own wish, Cat? Think of the character you most want to bring to life. And is enough said about them? It would ruin them for me. It would ru- and it would be death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't think I don't think I'd take the wish if that was the caveat. I don't yeah. um I, I think I, I would prefer it to I prefer that character to remain beloved and beautiful and not enter in a, into an epistemological nightmare. <laughs> I, okay. think, I think I'd prefer that. Uh, I'm going to state as well that, again, because uh, e- even in good stories, a lot, often the female characters are underwritten. There is too much space for that to be terrible. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's right? Not, Absolutely. There's not enough well-defined there. Uh, so I'm going to go with a hard no on that. <laughs> That was the exact phrase I was going to do. Hard yeah, no. Hard I mean, no? I know so little about this Italian prostitute. And so man. much is already bad. <laughs> yes. So and so much is already, already bad. It's already so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I really... He must be described as so beautiful. <laughs> oh, God, yes. <laughs> Everyone wanted him. How, how is so he des- how, how do they describe this man to make you love him so much? Yeah, it's all like... about his room. The book is called Giovanni's Room. It's, it's so it's not even about so like much. his face or his body. It's just he has a really nice room that he hangs out in. They use very heavy imagery of getting out of Giovanni's room is getting out of homosexuality. It's the 50s. It was terrible. Because I'm hearing it as you're won over by people with nice, nice furniture. Oh, no, he didn't have nice furniture. Then what's in the room? The room is a bed, a lot of boxes that he never fully unpacked. He's ripped down the wallpaper. He's chiseling out bricks to put in a bookcase, but never puts in the bookcase. So plus size... There's probably no surprises for this guy because he's already so bad. I don't know how you could add more worse to him. Are you okay? When I read the book, he seemed very nice. <laughs> we all are right. all here for you. So we all said no. We all said no, so okay. we can't go okay, with so cats on that one. Okay. Uh, but okay. I'm glad. I think we're all smart people. We're all smart. We made the right choice there. Yeah. yeah. So let's, let's try the other one then. So we'll try mine. You get to bring them to real life. But they are ripped from the source material, and the story adjusts accordingly. Works for me. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just the room. Yeah. It's just someone else will rent it. Yeah. Someone else will rent it. You may have a small effect on the rental prices yeah. in the area. Yeah, they might actually put in the bookshelf. Yeah. One less beheading, which is good one, for the whole world. You mm-hmm. saved his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see why you would be okay with that yeah. one. Uh, Kat, what about yourself? Oh, oh boy. I don't know. It's It's a tough choice because... In A Song of Ice and Fire, so many people already die mm-hmm. or, or live horrible, horrible lives of, of torture and belittlement um, that if I remove one character, like certainly some will survive because they're scrappy, others won't because there's now uh, something fundamental that's missing um, from the larger narrative grand scheme of things. Uh, chances are George R.R. R. R. Martin will die uh, before the last books are written. But now yeah. I guess it's more like the TV show. Hmm. Well, he's putting out a prequel novel next month. I mean, and he's also started to work on a separate series. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, he's not focused. He no. better dedicate all those books to Paris, you know, like, right <laughs> before, like his rock. Um, <sighs> am I selfish enough to take the fates of others in my own hands for personal gain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. I, I really it. thought you were setting it up to go the other way, but yeah. uh, okay. We're so you, in danger of turning this one down as well because well, we're all looking like we're going to be in agreement depending oh, on your sentiments. Yeah. I mean, the high school's going to miss her. Her parents will miss her. She's only 17. <laughs> <laughs> we, said, we, we said we could age them up. Mm. And I told you there was limited options because mm-hmm. of the rating. Because the, the rating the how issues. few books you've read. <laughs> Don't say it like that. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I would say yes for the reason of I don't. I I think stories are important, uh, but I don't think they're as important as the real world. So I think even if I were to change a story and the story were to get worse, and I like that story very very much, I don't think that's as important as making my life better in some way oh, with yeah. a real person in the real world. Hmm. But isn't well, if the characters coming to life, isn't that real world as real to them as anything else that we experience? I would think so. I mean, you've just. In this situation, she's just doomed him to realize that most of his family is going to die back there. Which actually him. for Tyrion is... A yeah, he's on yeah. He's okay with that. Now. Depending yeah. on where you pull him out of the books. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. yeah. I see what you're saying. The philosophical thing of like, if I've made a person from another reality real, does that make the reality they came from real? She's still going to miss her parents. That's, that's mean. So maybe I should say no on how mean that is. But at the same time, mm-hmm. like, her parents weren't real then. So I don't her? think of all the arguments you two wow. are going to get into. Oh, yeah, that's going to be real tough. bad. Be real bad. <laughs> so you guys are really pushing me to say no on this, uh, eh? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not pushing you to, to do or say anything at all. We're just going to judge you heavily, mm-hmm. depending on your answer. I don't like your face right I now. Slowly it's a judgy face. A judgy younger Santa Claus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Imagine a you're, Santa Claus you're going, judging you. You're going on the naughty he list. Does. Oh. Uh, you guys got me with some implications here, because mm. I'm very pro a lot of artificial things but i just don't think a story character is a real thing but you'd marry one? Oh yeah that's a tricky thing too maybe i should just say no because maybe i don't need to marry that hard yeah i don't i was thinking about the cost not being so bad for me but maybe the wish isn't so good for me that i also don't want to take this Ooh, now that you phrase it like that yeah you kind of flipped it around on me i put that thing down flipped it reversed it and just think about the kids are like trying to make me angry now. Just think about what an 18 year old is like, even if we aged her up a year for your sake. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, you're in my, your 50s. I man. was, I am not. 
I think look much better than that. You know yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, come on. He's 47. Oh, jeez. Okay. Boys. Now that I was just trying to think of the character that I picked a character because I was just like, I have to pick someone. But yeah, I don't think I do want to marry any fictional characters. I want a real person. Wow. I want a real person, guys. It's supportive and condescending at the same time. So you, you know, know what? Who you booked. I, think, <laughs> I know the choices I make, and yet I continue to make them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say no. Okay. Okay. So there we are. We are we are going ahead with this cost. Okay. You get to bring a character from any book you want into the real world, so they'll marry you, but they are removed from their original source material, and the story changes accordingly. Uh, Scott and Kat were both on board to take this wish. I was not. But what about you, audience? Would you take this wish? And are there any other wishes you'd like to hear us break down? Well, that's what we came up with, but we want to hear from you. Your wishes, your thoughts, whether you take this wish or not. You can find us on Twitter at BreakAWishPod. Email BreakAWishPod at gmail.com. Join the BreakAWish discussion group on Facebook. And you can support the show by writing a review, telling a friend, or getting some merch off our website. All this information at breakawish.ca. For more Kat Letwin, she hosts Sing for Your Supper, an open mic for playwrights and actors, the first Monday of every month at Tarragon Theatre. She also writes and performs in 1623 The Show, and can be seen on The Amazing Gale Pile and Soul Decision Comedy on CBC Comedy. For more Scott Thrower, he hosts a podcast called Fairy Tales for Unwanted Children of dark original fairy tales which you can find at unwantedchildren.ca this is a kicks and giggles entertainment production hosted by maddox campbell themed by matthew reed cover art by justin langford and a proud member of the sonar network more podcasts at thesonarnetwork.com before i go some wishes don't take a whole episode i call these summary judgments at mr l davis on twitter wished sierra would stop giving us pep rally music Okay, Sierra now sings exclusively Irish drinking songs, and they are so good that everyone sings them while drinking. Her cover of The Night Patty Murphy Died is my jam. So, what would you wish for? has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Once upon a time there were dragons, fairies, wishes, and farmers. These aren't your happy endings for your overachievers, or your precious babes with bright futures. This is Fairy Tales for Unwanted Children, an excellent, unsettling podcast, says Tampa Dad 66 as calming as it is eerie, Becca James of avclub.com. Wow, that was pretty good. You, about 15 minutes from now. Fairy tales for unwanted children. Unwantedchildren.ca